Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you, Particularly Packers podcast once again. Thank you all. Let's start with that. Thanks, everybody, for the love, for the hate, for the support, for the, the murder, for the, the verbal killings y'all have of me on the internet and all this nah man what's up everybody hope everybody's having a great day first day of packers training camp we have nothing to report on that scenario yet that's coming soon that's coming soon however while we wait while we wait we'd like to welcome back mr randall cobb himself we always loved you i hate how this is going down i'm not a fan of it all at all the way that you're being forced in the building by aaron Rodgers. i think it's pathetic However, I'm super happy that you're back um, as a Packer because I always felt that you were a Packer. We know that you were a Packer, um, and welcome back on that on those grounds. Welcome back, Randall Cobb. Welcome back, brother. All right, so big big news, big news with the Rodgers coming back with his new contract situation. However, they're figuring it out. It's absolutely pathetic. Let me repeat absolutely <laughs> pathetic man this is sad um i think the packers organization is making a like just setting a bad example all around the league um i think this is disgusting in the locker room i think this is going to do much worse than it will do good um honestly if i was in that locker room i would be pissed i would be totally upset um you do have a better chance to win this year but I do not agree in this flex of power, like the quarterbacks having power like that. Let's get this clear. The quarterback, and now I I played cornerback. I played a little bit of defensive end when I was in Pop Warner and I was still small enough to make it around those big guys. But yeah, I'm not even any anywhere built to be in that. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't, I couldn't perform in that position on a high school level, most likely. You know, I'm, I'm a small guy. I play cornerback and... One thing I can say about the cornerback, and this is coming from a cornerback, where we don't like to hit. We don't even want to come up and hit. But a quarterback, man, you are the most protected, especially in today's NFL. You are so protected. Basically, physically, you are the temple. Like, nobody can touch you. They have to be very careful when they do. They can't hit you below the knees. They can't hit you in the you know head. They can't hit you here. Can't hit you there. Blah, 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 blah. You're so protected. Everybody else on that field is bashing. Everybody out there is putting in work. Everybody else is putting their body on the line. You're the only one that can end up with a clean jersey at the end of the day and not be injured and make it basically the whole season without ending up on the injury report, even though Aaron Rodgers always does. Um, Usually. I don't think he did last year. But with that being said, the quarterbacks have it easy. The only thing that you have that the others don't is the spotlight because the defense doesn't have the ball in their hand every play. Every play. Jahir Alexander isn't there every play. Why? Because they can avoid him. You can't avoid Aaron Rodgers. That's that's the difference. Um, I think there's no question about that. I think the money is given to the quarterbacks for that situation just because you're in the spotlight. You get paid like a celebrity. But in all honesty, you're the most protected. You're the most selfish little fucking brat, man. It, it's pathetic. Like it, It's crazy to even hear them bitching and complaining when they're not even putting in the work. The players that are putting in the work, like, the ones that have put in the work deserve the opportunity, deserve a chance, deserve what they've earned 
Um, and that brings me back to Amari Rodgers. I think what's going on with this Randall Cobb situation is wrong. I think that Amari Rodgers was drafted for his opportunity. Um, as much as I love Randall Cobb, uh, let's look, let's take a quick look at Randall Cobb. This is this is what Randall Cobb truly is. He is truly a Packer. With that being said, he is an in, he's not an injury risk. He is a walking injury. I remember this. And there's another guy that I loved when um, Favre went to Minnesota by the name of Percy Harvin. That dude was a beast. He would have been one of the greatest return men slash probably wideouts that ever played. But that dude had medical issues, and and his were in the form of migraines, really bad migraines. Um, I always thought it was crazy because that dude could, I mean, the return game and everything was just so much better when Percy Harvin was playing. Randall Cobb the same way. Everything is better when he's playing. He doesn't play much. All right. And let's start with the dude had one 1,000 season in his eight-year eight career. One. The dude had one double-digit touchdown season in his career. The dude had one season where he started 16, you know, 16 of 16. You know what that season? Those were all in one season, 2014 with Green Bay. Every other season, the seven others, he didn't even break a thousand yards. He didn't even get double digit TDs. He didn't start, you know, even close to all of the games in most seasons. He got 38 catches last year. Let me repeat that. He got 38 catches last year. Why are we going out of our way to get this guy when we just got Amari Rodgers in the third round, who I have very high hopes for? Other people had high hopes for. Like, we're expecting the world from this guy. Amari, you know. This is wrong to do to Amari, man. He was Randall Cobb 2.0. Can Randall Cobb come in and teach him some things? Sure. You might get a little bit of, you know, taught there, but I think he's going to learn more through those reps and from being on the field. Um, it's not going to hurt him to be there one year. Maybe Randall Cobb comes in on a one-year contract or something. And, uh, you know, Amari Rogers can learn from him. I had somebody, you know, message me about that. I did take that into consideration, you know, when the Packers, when Rogers' contract was signed, like yesterday, I really wanted to make an episode, but I was so upset of what the Packers had done and the the just the bad example that they had set around the league. And you know, they made one thing clear that we're not going to trade him. They held the contract. They held all the power. I mean, Rogers could have sat out if he wanted, but I didn't see it happening. Nobody saw it happening. So the the fact that they just folded. Um, it's pretty ridiculous. I'm not sure, you know, what clause are going to work out. They're not going to let Aaron Rodgers walk at the end of the year, but they will, you know, work in a trade clause where he can leave if he wants to, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. I can't wait till the last part of this interview because I'm so happy for the guy. So happy for him. But Rodgers is coming back one more year, you know, at least, at least. So the drama is really just going to continue. All we're doing is pushing the drama Another year. This is all going to be next year. All they're going to talk about all year, especially whether you're doing bad or doing good. What's he going to do next year? You know what I mean? Um, Jordy Nelson, wherever you're at, I know he's working out. I know he was up late working, working, boy. He was taking whatever supplements that he can legally take and pass a test and all that. Oh, believe me, I know he was working out because he's looking at his phone waiting for it to ring. You know what I mean? We might be getting Randall Cobb back. I mean, you might as well call James Jones. I mean, Donald Driver's been looking good. You might want to – you can call them all back. I mean, bring them on in. I, why not? Why not? I mean, Rodgers is in control. 
Um, Randall Cobb, this is, I mean, this is a disgusting show of power. I mean, all this, there's no reason to go out and get somebody with those stats. I mean, there's no reason. You're just trying to make somebody happy now, so you're bowing to this guy. And he does the least, you know, the least physical work on that field. You have second stringers coming out putting in more hits than him. You have third string players getting dirtier than than the quarterbacks. Like, this is ridiculous. And they get paid fractions of what the quarterback gets paid. And now you're giving the, the quarterback power? I mean, is that what you're drafting these guys for when they come out of, uh, out of college? I mean, how many years before they get power then? Where does that put you? I mean, this is ridiculous. What if you, you draft a quarterback, Jordan Love, where is his power? Or you don't get power until you start winning things. But that's when you get paid. So you get paid and you get power. Now, how many years until you start getting power like Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he only has one Super Bowl. And legends are built by Super Bowls. I mean, nobody's going to remember Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be the quarterback that was. I mean, look at Peyton Manning. Where would he be if he didn't get that second Super Bowl at least? And this is this is ridiculous. Um, we're just bowing to a guy that, come on, man. We've been 16 years and he has one, one Super Bowl. Now, this might be the first three. I don't know if he started or not. Maybe you're at 13 actual years on the field, but this is ridiculous, man. This is, I mean, if you really look at the stats, we're just bowing, bowing, bowing. Oh, it's, I watched that NFC game that we lost last year, the last game, the championship game. The defense gave us a chance at the end, guys. They pulled off interception after interception, you know, turnover after, it was like three drives straight. And we just flooded out, did nothing. Um, I don't know if you guys forget Aaron Jones and what he did in that game with the fumbles. I mean, that was catastrophic. Aaron Jones, he got popped twice by Whitehead and just dropping the ball all over. We paid him. We said, come on, man, you're a fifth-round pick. The fumble's in the, in the big game. Come on, we, we're going to hold on to you, pay you. Jamal Williams, we're going to let you go to Detroit, even though you came in. You, you were always a workhorse, always constant, steady, and never fumbled the ball your entire Packer career. Jamal Williams, thank you once again, man. You're you're true, a true football player. I'm sorry that we let you go. You know, Fontana High, baby. We love you. We love you. Um, but, yeah, never fumbled during his career, and we were just paying Aaron Jones like he's top caliber. You know, it's it, this is crazy. As a Packers fan, I'm very – dissatisfied I don't like it at all I don't like the way we're just folding Aaron Rodgers in the house calling the shots and we're just like bending to his emotions and we build teams success a certain way and Packers have been on that way and it's basically how businesses can run if I saw a supervisor come in and just start calling the shots this isn't even a supervisor because they all play on the same field so this is basically like you have an equal co-worker just coming in he gets paid a little more than you. That already, you know, whatever. He doesn't do half the, the hard work that you do. All right. And now he's in here hiring who he wants, you know, getting people he wants hired. Like, come on, bro. Like, we all earned our spot to compete for this. Like, why Why do you get to – this is crazy. It's so sad for the people in the locker room. I would be so pissed if I was in there. If I was Jahir Alexander, I would think about signing with another team. That's how honest – you know, that's how that goes. Um that's kind of crazy because Xavier Howard's trade request. But I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. But you know what? This all leads to that. So we'll, we'll jump to it right now. Xavier Howard just put in a trade request saying he was unhappy. I bring him up only because he was one of the best, if not the best, cornerback in the league, if not Jahir Alexander. I love the cornerback uh, position. 
Xavier Howard sent out a trade. Says he's unhappy and has requested a trade. That's crazy because I knew he wanted more money already, but he really only had like one dominant season, one truly dominant season. I can look back. There might have been a second. I remember like an injury he came back from. He was dominant, but then he got injured. He came back and just dominated. So he might be dominating next year and pushing forward. But to already be requesting a trade, to already be unhappy, like that's not how this game used to be. Football was all about the drafts. If you draft somebody, they especially like the Rodgers situation. If you sign for four years, you're here for four years. If you're unhappy and two years in, we're not going to – you're not going to like pout and go to the media and the next thing we know we're going to rework your contract to three and put a clause in to where we can probably get some if we trade you so the other team gets a fourth. And this is, this is going to be – it's crazy, man. When people are sad, they just start crying now. Um, I think it's always been that way, but I don't think that cries were heard. They didn't have the, the source. If you, didn't have the, if you weren't a true quarterback, like Xavier Howard's situation, the media wouldn't blast it out. But now you have social, you have social media, and you put your own message out, and you can get out there more, and you have more access to you, and it's it's a different game, so they're definitely heard. I mean, it's easier to be heard now, but there is a lot more trash, so it's still hard to be heard. I mean, pros and cons, pros and cons. Um, it's just sad. It's sad, and this is an example that you know Green Bay's going with that you know players you you do hold the keys, especially in Green Bay, the players definitely hold the keys. Um. At this point, you can't let Devontae Adams walk. And that's not going to keep Aaron Rodgers. So you basically have to pay him. You just back up the Brinks truck. We don't have the cap space to bring Randall Cobb in right now. So I don't know how we're going to sign Devontae Adams. I mean, it's it's sad, man. All of this is just like, wow. With that being said, you know, what if? What if? What if? Amari Rodgers is better than Randall Cobb. And I do believe that he will be. You know, especially when he's healthy, Randall Cobb is, he's great. I mean, he, he's not even good. He can be great. Amari Rogers has potential and he has the potential to be healthy. And when you have a reliable player, it's better than an on-off player. Any day of the week, just be there on Sunday, be there Sunday, be there Sunday. Not every other Sunday that ain't going to work. Um, Amari Rogers, if he beats, you know, what if he beats Randall Cobb in camp? What if, you know, is, is Aaron Rodgers going to be upset if you bench Cobb? You know, and now you have to worry about that. Or what if you need uh, Cobb returning punts? Is he going to be offended? If, you know, what what's going on? It's, it's, it's so sad because now if he gets offended, Rodgers gets offended, so you can't offend him. And you know, he don't want to return punts. But, 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 but what, what, if, what if Randall Cobb really has lost it and doesn't even make the roster? And we really don't even want to keep him. We have to keep him to make Rodgers happy. When we look at his salary and say, wow, we'll actually make more if we cut him. And we're like, whoa, 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 look, we can't cut him. What about Rodgers? You know, it's like, come on, man. That's wrong. That's not how it's supposed to be. There's somebody else that deserves that opportunity. Put him in that spot. Let him shine. Don't don't let Rodgers dictate who's, you know, earned his spot. And all. He has nothing. He, he has no idea of what earning a spot is. He has no idea of like, what running a, a team would be like or is like he has no idea he has a better idea than i do that's 100 percent. but he has no idea compared to you know what mark murphy knows compared to what rogers knows rogers knows a fraction and this is coming from people you you get you get put in a spot and you realize how much you have to learn like when i became a lead and i realized how much i had to learn and then i became a supervisor and i realized how much i had to learn 
from a quarterback to an owner, it, this is stupid. It's like comparing if I'm a supervisor on the floor compared to what the owner does. Like, we're on different levels. We're not even on the same thing. Like, it's crazy, man. It's super crazy. Um, I'm not going to bore you guys with the BS and keep it going. The, the thing I want to end with is um, the greatest thing and the true last dance. I know there was a couple posts by Rodgers and Devontae Adams about the last dance. I think this is the true last dance, and I'm happy for the guy, and he's got his wish. Um, if you want to feel the same as I do, just watch his TM, TMZ in, interview when Aaron Rodgers said that he may not play this year. Mercedes Lewis. I'm happy for you, Mercedes Lewis, man. A true, like, good guy, you know, veteran, tight end. Came back one more year for a chance at a ring. He, you know, he wanted Rodgers back so he could get there. And this is, it's as much as it saddens me, the only part that makes me happy is for Mercedes Lewis. I, the rest of the show could have pushed on. Just, I know Mercedes Lewis. I know he only signed because he thought Aaron Rodgers gave him a chance at another ring. Jordan Love definitely minimizes that chance, you know, cuts it in into a fraction of what it would be. So for Mercedes Lewis, for Mercedes Lewis, I'm hoping that we win the Super Bowl. You know, for all that, for that reason alone. The, you know, I'm a Packers fan, so I always root for the Packers. You know, I always root that we win the Super Bowl with this whole Rodgers situation, man. It makes me not even want to watch, you know, football. Just I don't know about football because I don't see, and maybe they do, man, because I'm not a Cowboys fan. I, I see the Cowboys, you get a check. But I don't know how much power you're going to get because not even that. Head coach gets much power. Now it's different because it's not owned by the public. I totally get that. That, but at some point you need somebody in charge, and you don't want it to be your quarterback because you don't want the favoritism in the locker room. You don't want him to be selecting who comes in and who doesn't. Like that's performance based. That's up to the tape. There's there's a staff that looks into that. There's people that make that decision. This is it's it's a sad day for the Packers organization. And it's sad because I hear reporters on there. I want to, ooh, I want to smack her. Bang. Um, talking about Packers fans can have a sigh of relief today. Yeah, that's, that's a Packer fans finally have, can sigh, can, can finally breathe, blah, blah, blah. Their stress is relief. You retarded? Like, why are you trying to speak for us? You have no idea what you're talking about. All we did was just prolong the drama. Why are we going to breathe? We got to hold our breath longer. We could have been through this. This could be over. Um, but we're going to put it off for another year. So I'm happy for Mercedes Lewis, man. I really hope, you know, you came back. You've been a dog. I loved you when he was in Jacksonville. Speaking of that, we just cut Blake Bortles. Sorry for you, Blake Bortles, man. I hope you land somewhere and actually get a shot. Um, with that being said, uh, whew, we'll see what happens with Xavier Howard. Uh, he's going to land somewhere and make that team better. I can tell you that. Randall Cobb. He makes our team better when he's healthy. He's not healthy much. 38 catches last year. One year with a one year with a thousand yard season. One year with a 10 plus touchdown season. One year did he start like 16 or 16? <sighs> that was all 2014, folks. I mean, you look at any of the year and this guy is not we don't need him. We don't even, you know, we don't even want him. But he's Randall Cobb, so he's a Packer. We want him. We won. We're happy he's here as a Packer. Um, with that being said, I hope he's happy as a second. I hope that Amari Rodgers Amari Rogers beats him in camp. I hope Aaron Rodgers shuts up 
and just takes it because I hope Amari Rodgers, he's earned his shot. He's put in the work. There's no reason, there's no reason for favoritism in the locker room. Um, it's a competition. It would be foolish to think otherwise. And if anybody's going to make decisions worried about hurting Aaron Rodgers' feelings, this isn't right. Um, there it is. All righty, folks. Well, that's 20 minutes of just going off, basically, because these fools very disappointed in the organization and the precedent and the example we just set. Um, man. Go Pack Go, baby. That's all I can say. Subscribe on social media. Uh, follow on, you know, jump on wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on social media. Hit me with any questions, comments, concerns, whatever you got. If I miss something, if I'm out of place, let me know, man. Let me know. All right, folks. I love y'all, man. Thanks once again for the support and love, hate, all of it. Hope all you have the best. Best of wishes. Go Pack Go, baby. I'm out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!